I'm Sean Morgan, and I'm asking the hard questions about alternative topics like QAnon and coronavirus. Get the free ebook at QAnonFAQ.com. Hello, I'm here with my friend Joy Carey, and uh, so she is a body worker. Joy, can you give us a quick introduction of who you are and what you do? Yeah, um, my name's Joy, and I do a kind of body work called structural integration. And um, I incorporate different principles from Bert Hellinger's family constellation work and astrology and um, my own mediumship capabilities into my practice. Okay, interesting. And so you reached out to me about something that you're feeling very passionate about, which is the fact that there's a pandemic going on worldwide and um, people are in fear. People are going to the hospital, they're going to the doctor, uh, they are not being given usually uh, in a standard format in the United States, they're not really being given any treatment options whatsoever. So for example, they can't get their hands on hydroxychloroquine or zinc or, or uh, vitamin C or, or, or get any of these recommendations from a, like a standard medical practice. And people are just at home. They're not getting the sunlight. They're not getting the fresh air. They're wearing a mask. They're social distancing. They're not getting love and affection. And so it's just a bad recipe for the immune system. And I think a lot of people just feel like they're stuck in victimhood right now. They feel that uh, there's nothing they can do. And I think that's due to lack of knowledge. You know, I did an interview with Dr. Naput, who is a chiropractor, and he um, was on the recent documentary called The Plandemic. And he talked about how you can actually get chloroquine uh, the root tree bark herb from drinking uh, uh, soda water, basically, <laughs> tonic water. Uh, so, so that's one thing that's like, you know, it's not medical advice. It's just saying, hey, it's not going to hurt you to drink tonic water and you get some benefits of uh, the, the tree bark. And so you can take zinc, you can take vitamin C, you can get sunlight. There are things that you can do. So um, Joy, can you tell me a little bit about the resources that you read as far as Stephen Booner and the article you wrote and what your goal was behind that? Yeah, um, well, I've been a very big fan of Stephen Harrod Booner, who's an author and a writer. And he's, um, to me, he's like a modern day Thoreau. So he wrote a book called Herbal Antivirals. I actually have it right next to me. And he... Um, in the book, he actually says that there isn't a pandemic right now like SARS, but there, there will be if Western medicine is comprehensively applied as, as it is now. Um, so Does that mean that, the, that they're, because of Western medicine application that things mutate and become stronger? What, what does he mean by that? Yeah, like our... Let me say this... Um, we are humankind, but there are other kinds of species on the planet. And people think that viruses aren't necessarily alive, but they're just a type of intelligence that we don't classify as alive. So they're smart. They're going to they're gonna keep up to pace with um, antibiotics and all the pharmaceuticals that are synthetic. 
Right. Um, so so that we're just basically making them smarter. Exactly. And okay. there, I, um, I did the kind of like an intuitive reading around what this virus is actually about. And in my capacity, it was saying that um, this virus is actually researching humankind to figure out what we're all about. And so now's the time that we can actually show up and say what we're about. Yeah. Um, there, there are so many different lenses to, to view it. You know, you can view it as that we are battling them and they're battling us uh, or yeah. that they are, they are a weapon, but that's an interesting way to perceive it. So um, you sent me an article from Stephen Booner and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but I'll put the link below so people can read it because it is one of the most lucid scientific and at the same time, higher consciousness um, article I've read about coronavirus and I've been researching it quite a bit. So this is an amazing resource. And you wrote an article is basically a more user-friendly version of it. That's shorter to the point. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. Well, I have um, like a network and I, when this first came into play, I saw, I saw what was happening with the media. Um, it felt like they were just using subliminals to inject fear into anyone that was within range of their images. So I sent this out as kind of like something to kind of lay some, some different framework that you to fear antidote. Kind of. Yeah. Or just like, so that fear can be like Teflon and just kind of like go past people. Um, and I call it prophylactic antivirals. And basically I just summarized Booner's um, information. Like it wasn't medical advice. I just kind of put, here's the symptoms and stages of how COVID-19 works and um, the virus being called SARS-CoV-2, how that impacts the body and how to keep it from moving into COVID-19, which is the really scary part where the healthcare and medicine actually needs to get involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was really well written. It was really to the point. And you even talked about fear. So can you tell me how you actually sent me another article that you wrote or, or some thoughts you had about the murder hornets that have been yeah. making the headlines <laughs> and how the articles are not just like informative. They're not just like, oh, by the way, there are these hornets and this is what's going on. No, it's like very intentional and manufactured propaganda of fear. Can you tell me about how the fear mongering is happening and what you're doing about it? Yeah. So what I, what I see happening is that this is just my lens of it. I see that there's this, there's this big screen that people get entrained by and information comes through. And our people in power use that to, to, get, to get people to a, a weaker place than where they usually are. And they do that through the medium of fear. So um, my kind of antidote or remedy or just sidestepping that dynamic is I make sure that um, I get really centered in my being and who I am and what I do and my purpose in life. And that's, that's just a lot of personal work mm-hmm. and I keep it light. I keep it yeah. light. My friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even the words a murder hornet are the ugliest, most scary words that I could imagine putting together 
and it's so over the top that now every time I say murder hornets, like I just laugh because it's their tactic is, is so obvious. It's like vampire bat murder hornet. Okay. We get what you're trying to do. Um, so you mentioned meditation and you do body work. So what are some things that you do specifically with the fear? Um, hmm. Well, uh, the kind of structural integration I do is called Heller work. And there's a, there's a component of that that involves um, a somatic experience of felt sensations and emotions. And when you, like, when your consciousness can, can focus on an emotion and your psyche can handle it, no matter how intense it is, just by your awareness going there, it moves. Yes. And maybe you could even say releases. Yeah. Sometimes it, there's so many or layers. Processed. Yeah. So it just, it integrates and changes. And mm-hmm. usually like that's, what's so cool about fear because fear is the opposite um, side of the coin as love. So if you get down to um, where the fear is in your body and you can physically move it through, you can focus on it and it'll change where it resides or what the intensity of the sensation is, it always just turns into love. So yeah, if the, if the emotion doesn't get processed and it's, it's, it's in there somewhere physically in your body, um, then it's stagnant, then that can cause dis-ease, right? And then if, if you put your consciousness on it, then something happens where something's processed and, and things start to move. The stagnation is, is no longer stagnant and things are flowing and, and healing occurs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, healing in the sense that um, kind of acknowledging what reality is, that's healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying healing in the sense of um, a cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just if you focus on murder hornets, you're not really focusing on reality because reality is not murder hornets everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So there's like a natural state state of wellness. Yeah, um, okay. So, so I'm glad that we, we covered this because I think a lot of people are feeling like they're stuck in victimhood. And then there's this kind of nebulous them who is exerting authority over them saying, you have to wear a mask. You have to stay in your house. Uh, you don't have any treatment options. You need to trust the doctors. You need to give your authority over to us and we will make the decisions for you about where you, when you go to school, when you go to work uh, and all of that. And, and I think that for me personally, what's been really empowering is that as soon as this coronavirus thing happened, I lost my job and completely switched to doing what I'm doing now. So I rechanneled my energy into like something empowering where I was setting the steering my own life. And I can see other people who are just kind of like waiting around for their job to start back again. That would feel uh, disempowering. So um, to focus on the medical side of this, why do you think it's important for people to do their own research on coronavirus and figure out their own strategy? Mm. I just want to, why do I think it's important for people to take back their authority? Medically and physically and yes. Yeah. Um, hmm. 
That's a good question. So I see medical care as um, the safety net of what you do if you're about to die. Like, you know, you get hit by a car. We have these amazing doctors that know how to put bodies back together, surgeries, people that know how to cure cancer. But um, when it comes to the average person, our standard of uh, self-care is so low that we are just almost needing to get medical attention if something goes wrong. But the capacity of the human body is so much greater than that. Like the human body is a system that can distribute force and reorganize and hold our consciousness. It's this amazing thing. And for us to get sick means that 10,000 things have to go wrong. Right. We actually need medical care. Right. So for people to educate on their own self-care, I think would be the best health care. Right. Cool. Well, thank you, Joy. I really appreciate your insight and your thoughts. And if people want to connect with you, do you want to put that out there yet? Or do you, you're thinking, hey, maybe um, I'll do that later? Um, I, I have a website. It's joycarry.com. It's nothing special. But if people want to reach out, I am doing um, calls, like coaching calls via Zoom. Mm -hmm. Or I do astrology charts, too, that help people know how their system plugs into what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. That's the remote work I do. Okay, great. Maybe we can discuss uh, how that works, because I don't think a lot of people immediately know what their system plugging into the other system means. but. Um, do you want to go over that real quick? Just what you mean by their system and all of that? Sure. So we have like our own personal history and then we have like the history of our maybe culture group. And then we have like humankind and the collective transformation taking place and astrology layers, all of those. So when you look at a natal chart, you can look at the personality of the person and then you, you'd use the cultural infer, inferences on how that personality may be expressed. And then that always has aspects to um, collective dynamics going on. And if you're aware of those, you can kind of know your stance. Um, and it's a lot easier to just be yourself through mm-hmm. a time like this. When you can know yourself more clearly and you know your capacity and your tendencies and you know what those are likely to be within the grand scheme of things or certain challenges, then you can make maybe wiser decisions. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Cool. Well, if someone's interested in that, they can reach out to you. I'll put a link below and thank you so much for your time, Joy. Thank you, Sean. Really appreciate it. Calm CBD Roll-On from Nature's Ultra is infused with powerful young living essential oils like lavender, frankincense, and eucalyptus. This unique blend creates a peaceful environment to help relax and quiet your mind. This is the perfect roll-on for when you're trying to wind down for the night because it helps support a soothing, restful night's sleep. Learn more at naturesultra.com. 
Hi, it's Sean Morgan here. As you know, I'm not a doctor and I don't give medical advice, but I wanted to talk to you about a revolution in the health industry, and that's CBD. It's touted to help almost everything. Um, I don't make any claims about it treating any diseases, but uh, I will give you a link for Harvard Medical. You can check out and do your own research. But CBD is short for cannabinoidiol or something like that, I can't really pronounce it. But it's basically a plant-based compound found in hemp. And a common misconception is that it will get you high, but it doesn't have THC, so it's not going to do that. And from what I've researched, it seems to be federally legal in the US, and it should be in every state, but you can double check to make sure in your state. But it affects the endocannabinoid system, and this is a regulatory system with powerful effects on the hormones, nerves, digestion, pain, stress, and the brain. And researchers are really calling this system the great regulator and, and the new frontier of, of plant-based medicine. And so it's really exciting. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about Nature's Ultra, which is owned by Young Living Essential Oils. They get their CBD from high-altitude farms in Colorado. And th they don't have to use pesticides because they're in high altitude. And they rigorously test their products to make sure they don't have any heavy metals. Because nowadays, you really you can get CBD almost everywhere. You probably see it in your grocery store and your pharmacy and 7-Eleven. But the problem is that the cheaper it is in the cost, usually that means it has more heavy metals in it. So you don't want to just buy some random CBD. That's why I want to talk to you about the Young Living Essential Oils and the Nature's Ultra CBD. Uh, so if you want to learn more about it, go to youngliving.family.com. CBD. If you just want to experience maybe the, the healing power of CBD and essential oils, or you're, you're interested in selling CBD like me as an independent distributor, um, you can learn more about that there. Now, they have an unconditional money back guarantee, which is really cool. So they really stand by their product. And if you have any troubles on the site, you can just contact me uh, through that page and I'll help you. This is for Americans only, uh, but just check out the site. Go to youngliving.family CBD and you can learn all about CBD, watch the videos, read the Harvard Medical article, and let me know what you think because I, me and Jim are actually going to be trying CBD and letting you know our results. And so I'm very interested to find out what you think as well. Thank you. If you would like to be a sponsor of my channel and reach 30,000 intelligent, patriotic, and selfless viewers every day, just email me at qanonfaq.com.